You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast, and I'm your host, Julie Jancis. I have the gift of connecting with your angels and loved ones on the other side. The intention of every podcast episode and every service that I offer is to help you heal, to help you raise your vibration, and to give you the tools you need to help others. Why? Because when you take responsibility for your own healing and your own joy, and you use what you've learned to serve others, you're helping to shift the vibration on earth to a place of more peace. And isn't that what it's all about? If you feel called to work with me, we have many services available to you. We offer a new online e-course with a new topic every month. These help you dive deeper on your spiritual journey. We also offer an Angel Reiki certification training program. We call it the Angel School. It's held every other month in person and twice a year online. Here, you'll become a certified Angel Reiki master teacher and develop your spiritual gifts. Twice a month, we offer a live online group Reiki healing session. You just call into a webinar number and listen as I guide you through a healing session with the angels. You can also book a one-on-one angel message reading with me. You help keep this podcast going, friends, when you book one or more of these services on my website, www.jancis.com. That's my last name, .com. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast to hear all about the freebies we offer as well and how you can win a free session. Hello, everyone. I am with Kate Putnam, and she has one of the most amazing angel stories I have ever heard. Uh, You can feel the presence of angels with her when she tells this story. So I'm so excited for you to hear it. Here she is. Kate, thank you so much so much for being on the show. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yay. So tell us, this all happened just randomly one day. Uh, Take us back to where you were. Okay. So it was a winter night in February of 2014, and I was driving home from Bretton Woods. I had gone skiing that day. And I was driving along, and it was a two-lane highway. And so I had my cruise control on. It was a clear, normal night. And I all of a sudden, something jumped in front of me. And so I kind of swerved out of the way. And as soon as I swerved, my car hit a snowbank, and it launched my car about eight feet into the air. And at that exact moment, I felt arms, like, around me, pulling me closer to my chair, to my the seat, And then I made impact, my car spun around, and then it landed in the middle of the road, and that was it. And so I could hear OnStar, it started calling, um, actually I called it out as a fatal car accident, and I think it's because of the way my gear shifted, Um, It was that was in the passenger seat. And so I was just kind of sitting there dazed, and all of a sudden these two guys run up to the door, and they're like, lady, lady, get out, get out right now. And I was just kind of like, what? And the guy ripped open the, like, opened the door and he unbuckled my seatbelt and pulled me out really fast. Like, it was, I was like, whoa, slow down. We're not going anywhere. And I grabbed my purse and 
so we were just standing outside of my car, and they were just normal hicks from New Hampshire. They had Carhartts, flannel shirts, baseball caps, and we were just kind of standing there talking, and they, I was like, oh, the, I could hear the police, the sirens coming now, and I was like, oh, the cops are on their way, and they're like, oh, we got to go. We got to go get pizza, and I was like, wait a second. Please just wait with me because I was like in the middle of nowhere, um, there were no lights because I had to hit the telephone pole. And they're like, nope, nope, we got to go, we got to go. And so they turned around and walked away. And I walked down to where I knew a hotel was. And so I got there. And then, like, the police checked me out and they sent me home. And I, the next day, um, went back and I was speaking with a police officer. And she was asking me, because in my statement the night before, I had told her about these two guys that had helped me. And She's like, tell me more about these guys. And I just explained it. It wasn't, you know, they got me out of the car. And she just paused and got really, really quiet. And she said, "Um, those were the Ainsworth brothers. And they died in this location about five years ago on their way to get pizza. And you're the third motorist that we've heard of that they've helped. And at that moment, like, I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about it. At that moment, I just realized, like, how blessed and lucky I was um, to not only walk away, but to have help <laughs> get out of the car because the um, telephone pole was hanging over my car and it was like sparking. And I wasn't scared though at the time. It was very, I was very calm actually, um, unusually calm. And um, so that's it. And where they walked to was um, the cemetery that they're actually buried in. And after this police officer told me, about them, I went to their gravestone and I left them flowers and thanked them for helping me and saving my life. And at that time, I just like, I always believed in a higher power and I call him God, but I've always believed in it. And so that was just like one of those life changing moments. So that's my story. Yeah, that is beyond incredible. So I've got some questions for you because yeah. when, when you talked about this story, I could I could feel the presence of the gentleman helping you get out of the car, but the presence of the arms keeping you mm-hmm. back and kind of holding you back in the car went like immediately upon impact. Um, when mm-hmm. you say you felt like arms reach out and kind of hold you back to the seat, that energy mm-hmm. felt different. Yes, and that's how I felt. At the time, I wasn't really feeling that, but at the time, it was almost like someone was sitting behind me in the in the driver's side backseat and reached their arms like all the way around me and just like held me really close to my seat. So the airbag didn't hit my nothing hit my face. Um, I didn't have any, but that was a presence I couldn't see, and that was just a feeling like getting. I just felt very safe like like someone was holding me like and I always thought maybe it was like Archangel Michael or God and or Jesus I didn't know who it was but it was definitely something very um calming like I was very calm and I felt safe during the entire situation yeah it was Archangel Michael he's a big part of your spirit team and mm-hmm. um, but I gotta tell you, there's other energy in that car too, which is your grandparents. I see grandmother oh. and grandfather on the other side at that time, and yeah, and they're both in the car with you, helping you through this. 
um, so I don't know if you felt their their presence as well. Yeah, actually, I did know that Archangel Michael was a huge part of my spirit team, but the grandparents part is new. Like I have never heard that part of it before. I feel them um, both actually all the time, and um, but that just made me so happy hear that you could feel them because I didn't recognize that I didn't I didn't even think of it but I love that so that just made me so happy yeah so let me ask you this too because I, I gotta tell you I've seen so many car accidents and um and worked with so many people who have been in car accidents and what I see is that a lot of times it is imperative to get somebody out immediately because the car can spark and um, sometimes the safety belts don't end up working to get you out. They kind of get mm-hmm. locked or jammed. And so that's what they they keep showing me. Uh, the two gentlemen on the other side is that they mm-hmm. were worried about the seatbelt jamming and that they knew they just had to get you out right then and there. Were you conscious oh the whole time at the end? You know, I honestly don't know. And now that you say that, I think I was like, I, I think I was trying to get out. I, now that you say that, because I was so dazed, I think I even tried to start my car. Like, what just happened? So I don't know if I was conscious until he, like, pulled me out. I mm-hmm. Because it, I don't remember, like, seeing the impact, and I don't remember it until I saw those guys, like, yeah. standing right there. And that's what they're showing me. The big part of them coming in, too, was just waking you up and getting you out of oh. the car so that you didn't fall asleep and stay there. Oh, okay. That 100% makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that you're talking to me about this. This is wonderful. Oh, my gosh. I that know. totally makes sense. <laughs> I know it's so crazy because one of our podcast listeners sent me, you had posted something about this on Facebook and mm-hmm. it went viral, didn't it? Oh, I don't know because what happened was I got an email from Facebook that they removed it as a spam and I was like, I don't, I, I didn't even know how to argue. I was like, okay. And so I... Don't know if it went viral because it all of a sudden wasn't on my – I recently got off of Facebook. Like, I posted that, and then there was a lot of introspection. Like, I don't think I really realized the um, effect that this all had on me until I had to write that essay. And then I was – then I could process it all. And so I don't know if it went viral, but I did hear, like, random people all over the world have been reaching out to me about it. So yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it did because it had a ton of likes when when they sent it to me, like sent me a screenshot. So I reached out to you to see if you'd be on the the show, and thank you so much for for coming on because um, I appreciate. It's hard to just kind of relive it and to to tell it again, but the the presence of angels in your story in the car before and then after it's incredible. Yes, it really is. And speaking with people that really understand it and get it makes it feel like, okay, I wasn't crazy. Like, I know this happened. And mm-hmm. so it makes it, it gives me like validation and it makes, you know, like, because I would have never thought of making, you know, I don't know. It just made me feel like it was real. 
So I appreciate you guys all listening and taking the time to listen. I just, I'm so grateful and I'm, I feel so blessed. Oh, no, of course. You know, I've got another question for you. Um, your grandmother, did she pass away before? Cause you have children, right? Um, she keeps showing me kids. Did she pass away before, uh, some of your kids were born? Because she makes me feel like it's important for you to know that she got to know your kids from the other side. And, uh, she's a big part of their spirit team from over there. Oh my gosh. Um, I almost, I could start crying. Um, Actually, those are my sister's kids, and right before my grandma died, we, the three or four, I guess there were three of us at the time, my sister and her young, very young child, um, flew to Michigan, and we got to, we introduced her to the baby, and she was like a grandma, very excited, but then she passed away very shortly after that, um, and I didn't think that she remembered because she had a, um, a dementia then. And so I didn't know that she, but I do feel like a, a very strong feminine presence around my, it's my little niece, but I've been involved with their life. But maybe if you can see kids for me, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely, she is showing me kids for you. Have you guys been trying? You know, that's Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, actually. mind flares at different times so you have two different thought systems you have the thought system within your brain that pretty much never stops right it just talks Mm -hmm. all day long and it really tries to sabotage us a lot of the time there's a secondary thought system which is your intuition which is how grandma talks through to you it's not going to sound like her voice it's going to sound like Mm -hmm. your own internal dialogue yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you have your heart on two children though? Like you see yourself having two because she's very specific about the number. Yes, and my sister also has two children um who are here on this side right now. And I actually I wouldn't I'd be so happy with any child that and if that's like the path I'm supposed to take. If not, then I get that, but if um it's Bethy, my little sister, then those are her. But if you're seeing number two, then yeah. that, that would be awesome. In a good way? Oh, good. <laughs> yes, yes. So what she's showing me is just to tell you about the egoic mind and the intuition because what the egoic mind does is you have to start to see your thoughts and just okay. recognize when they're saying, oh, you know what, this kid thing, it's never going to happen. Um, because that's oh. what happens is subconsciously we start to think these things and she wants Mm -hmm. you to know that's not true that she um because she shows me you know i I told you before she was showing me her holding your children on the other side right yeah so she has your children on the other side and they will come through in this lifetime you guys are meant to have children and uh you just have to keep that hope and that faith okay Okay. Okay. I definitely, that's exactly what I needed to hear because I was getting a little bit um, like, oh, I'm getting too old or blah, blah, blah. So that just was so reassuring. That was awesome. Mm. Thank you. I'm so glad you shared that with me. Yeah. Um, Oh. How long have you been with your husband? 
Well, okay, that's another, that's a whole other thing. We broke up, um, and he now has children of his own. And so I have been on this, like, a journey by myself. And so I was actually, when you said you guys, I was like, oh, good, you can see a partner for me, like a man that, like, that I love and that loves me back and isn't, um, I don't know. Because my husband and I, he was wonderful, but it um, it didn't work for us. So we had to break up. We broke up. Yeah, she wants to validate that because she shows me how hard that was for you, but that you initiated, you know, being strong mm-hmm. and moving on in that situation. And she wants mm-hmm. to validate for you that that was the right decision to make. Um she also wants you to know that things can look so different in just one year that it doesn't take for forever, right? That mm-hmm. um, you can meet somebody and know, like, you know, like, you know, right in one year, right? Um, mm-hmm. So don't feel like this is some big Mount Everest to climb, that it's impossible, that it's going to take for forever, you're just really waiting for that feeling of, you know, like, you know, like, you know, this is the right one. Right. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And I know that when he they come or he comes, it'll be like, I've been waiting for you. That's how I yeah. feel. Like, <laughs> oh, there you are. I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. This is such a pleasant surprise. Oh, thank you so much, Julie, for sharing this stuff with me and telling me what you can see. I'm so happy. <laughs> I feel oh. like... Related. <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. You know, I do believe that that post went viral. If you have other people who reach out about their angel stories, I'd love them if you'd send them over to us too, because uh, we're always looking to feature new ones on the show. Oh, I absolutely will, and I did. Um, I got a actually, yeah. After this, I will um, connect you guys, and because in my voice or in my inbox, I got a ton of really neat stories that were very similar. Like, oh, that happened. Something similar happened to my mom or me, or so. Yeah, I'd love to share those guys with those with you. Oh, thank you so much. And I love that it happened in New Hampshire for you because that's where <laughs> my dad was living at the time when he passed away. And uh, he was a flannel shirt person, too. Um, (laughs) He was? Did he wear Carhartts? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He used to go out, too, in the middle of the night when it was snowing because he just, he knew how to drive in the snow. He would have chains on the truck, you know, tires. Yeah. And he'd be able to pull people out. So he all the time. Yeah. Um, So he's my angel, and I always you know, credit this podcast to him because without him passing, I wouldn't have known that I had this gift and I wouldn't be able to share this message on this podcast. Um, But there's just a lot of synchronicities in your story that tie to him as well. Oh, my goodness. That's wonderful because these guys, um, according to the police, were on their way home from um, snowmobiling. They had just gone snowmobiling and they were going downtown to get some pizza and so they were just like regular guys. Where in New Hampshire did your dad live? Barry. Barry. Okay. Um, I think that's the middle of the state, which is actually right where he could help the most because that's, I would say, like the city if I had to. So he yeah. could help so many people there. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, I love yeah. that. 
Oh, Have you come you so to visit much. him? Yeah. Did you come so, to visit him when he was here? Yeah, um, I didn't come during that time. We weren't speaking at that time, but I did mm-hmm. go out for the funeral that his second wife hosted. Oh, good. And I'm feeling like there's a lot of healing still that, like, there's so that you know that um, I feel like there's a lot of healing left. If, like, the bow is on there, but the present's not fully healed yet. That your heart is still like healing from that. Mm, yeah, it was and, it was really traumatic because his, um, you know, I I really tried to not let my egoic mind get in the way on this. Uh, mm-hmm. His third wife didn't call to let us kids know, um, and there was just a lot that went down with financials and money and people taking things that weren't theirs mm-hmm. that were actually belonging to my brothers and uh oh. and that is where my heart is still healing yeah and he's like i can see him being like like almost hugging you too and being like don't you worry about that like that's nothing yeah. this is the I fun know. part <laughs> yes that's what i can feel him being like come on kiddo like shake that off that's nothing now yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's what I hear all the time when I when I feel bad for the boys because the boys were supposed to be able to go to college and there was supposed to be money for them to be able to go to school like my sister and I went to school and that's all we wanted was was that money to go to them and um the third wife would not allow the boys to have the money. Um, and because mm-hmm. my dad was a federal employee, mm-hmm. the the money that was owed to the boys in a state court order mm-hmm. was not given to them because the federal court, uh, where all the money came from his work, did not, it superseded the state court. So that's oh. What yeah. And then did one of your brothers, like, get a trade job, like, go to a trade school? He did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, keep going. He was like a chef. Yes. Okay. So that was his path. And if he had gone to college, this is what I'm seeing right now or feeling, is that he would have gotten, like, a desk job and just kind of gone through the grind but because he – didn't do that like he even though he thought that it was he was supposed to go he's really supposed to use his hands and he's doing what his makes his heart sing like what makes him happy even if there's resentment it's really like he's doing what he's supposed to be doing yes that's so true oh i love that i get a surprise (laughs) reading (laughs) i get a surprise reading <laughs> That's so. I I know. I that was a pleasant surprise because you never know, you know. And if I don't always tell people that I can see or do that stuff at all, because then, but I'm in a safe environment, and I'm like, oh, let me. T- I'll tell you. Like, tell me what you see, and I'll tell you what I see. <laughs> that is so awesome. No, I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so, so much for being on the show. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on to share your story because 
it really does inspire hope to hear these stories and to share these angel stories around the world. And what a blessing that they were there with you in your car that day and outside of your car to help you get out. Yes, and I also want to give my mom a ton of credit. She has been praying on her knees for us, like her children, since forever, the day I can remember. And one thing, like, that I was just felt like I need to say is, like, don't forget to go inside and, like, get your strength from within and talk to your spirits and talk to God and make it a part of your journey, too, because anyone, you know, if you're open to it, it's there for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I love that. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Kate. Beautiful souls, we have so many freebies to help serve you, your family, and friends. Want a weekly message from your angels emailed to you? Sign up on my website to receive a weekly message of love, hope, and healing from the angels. Do you have a prayer request? Go to the homepage of my website and submit your prayer request so that our team of prayer warriors can be praying for you daily. Want to learn more about the angels and energy healing? Subscribe to my YouTube channel called Julie Jancis to learn more about the angels, energy healing techniques, and so much more. One of the biggest things we hear from our listeners is that they have no one to talk to about their spiritual awakening. We created a private Facebook group called the Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe so that you could connect with others like you and know that you're not alone. So be sure to join this group on Facebook to get the support you need. Want a free session? We plan to give away over 240 free sessions with students in the Angel School per year. To win a free session, subscribe and rate this podcast five stars. Then write a positive review and email us a screenshot. That way, we know who to contact when you win. Want to share your uplifting angel story on the podcast? Because we love sharing them. Please write down your angel story and email it to us. Don't forget, be an angel and share this podcast with someone who needs it. See you back here next time for another episode of the Angels and Awakening podcast.